When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about new girl. I'm your host Jill here with my co-host Heather. Hi everybody. And Joe. Hello. And we're here to discuss season three episode 19, Fired Up, one of my favorite episodes because it has what I believe to be one of the most underrated scenes in New Girl, which I plan on posting on TikTok and Instagram to go viral about the week this premieres. But before we do, we will get into the feeling stick. Heather, did you bring a feeling stick topic for this ep- for this week? Yes, I did. Um, so someone on New Girl, give me a cookie, got a cookie, posted like from their house. They took a picture and the, of their TV, mm-hmm. and Jess was on it. And they're like, "Oh, I forgot Jess was in Failure to Launch. She's so good in it." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Hey, I've always wanted to watch Failure to Launch." So good. Really? So adorable. And she plays a totally different character. She's like really dark. It's on Netflix? No, HBO Max. Oh. And so, and then like her, Sarah Jessica Parker comes in and she's all, I smell that you've been having fun. And she's like, (laughs) she's like really like the opposite of Jess. And your man, Bradley Cooper, looks amazing Mm. and has a big role. He is my man. One of my many. Him and John Mayer. Yeah. Well, not that exclusive though. Yeah, obviously not. (laughs) I'm having imaginary relationships with several actors. (laughs) Joe, did you bring a feeling stick? Nope, not this time. Not this time. I hadn't come with one, but when you said that on a new girl, give me cookie, got you cookie, someone took a picture of their TV and it was Jamie Lee Curtis. I guess she was on an episode of, I don't know what it was. Let's say it was like CSI. And like, you guys won't believe this. Jess's mom's on CSI. Like they didn't know who Jamie Lee Curtis was. <laughs> the younger set and People went insane. <laughs> They did. Yes. A lot. Well, I mean, if you're some young person. That's what I thought, too. If you're young. But um, anyways, uh, let's get into the Netflix description of this episode. Jess hires coach as a new volleyball coach. Schmidt asks Nick and Winston to represent him at a deposition when he gets sued. Joe? Joe Flick's description. I thought that was a a decent one, though. Netflix did okay. Joe will beat it. No, he doesn't have notes. He doesn't have notes. It go either way. There's no better law firm than Ferguson, Winston, and Miller. Love it. Yeah. That is true. I'd hire See, them. Don't ever count Joe out of the game. Winston he will come back. Winston in that scene is just <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> I got the meter running. Am I right, guys? <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, but we'll get there. Guest stars from this episode include James Frenchville as Buster, Matt Price as Bill Berklin, and Helen Hong as the teacher. Okay, I didn't write down any of them were in, so sorry about that. My note taking is amazing these last two episodes. So we're in the loft in the kitchen, and Winston fell, uh, trips over all of Schmidt's stuff, but he has no money for storage because of the storefront. Uh, We find out it's Coach's first day at Jess's school, and he's going to hate it, but we see as he's yelling as the kids, he absolutely loves it. We know Coach loves yelling and coaching, so I don't know why I thought he was going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt decides to put all his stuff in the storefront to use it as a storage when he suddenly has a piano that was never in his apartment or in the first loft. 
There was no piano in that loft. No, there wasn't. And Winston's playing it. I wonder if Lamar can really play the piano because it's two scenes now of him playing the piano. So I'd be interested to know if Lamorne plays piano. I will DM him and ask. There's a yep. 50% chance he'll answer. Or if he's listening, he might just write us. He's not listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a customer, in quotes, walks in. And when Schmidt realizes he can make some money, he says, everything's 100% full price. <laughs> and before he can sue him anything, the customer, sell him anything, the customer falls and says, I'm going to sue you. Dun, dun, dun. So On now the we're, piano. we're at the school lunchroom. Winston. Uh, Yes, dun 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 on yeah. the piano. Okay, Winston. <laughs> um, so we're at the school faculty lunchroom, and the internet's down, and Jess is fixing it, and shares how she has taken on some extra responsibilities. And we see a flashback of her doing a lot of things that are not a teacher's job. Because in a few years, she likes to be vice principal, and you can only get a promotion by hard work. When coach is like, "No, you just need to ask." So That's he takes her. Coach. He is. He takes her to the uh, court, play volleyball, and spike the ball, and say what she wants. Where she's terrible at volleyball. Despite an episode where her and Nick share things about each other, saying, quote, she's weirdly good at volleyball, which people love to point out on the internet. Really? That, yeah, that discrepancy. So we're back at the loft, and Schmidt can't afford a lawyer. And this, you guys, this is the most underrated scene in New Girl. Vivica, you drop out? No. When Winston says that his favorite, he's into, he's really into court stuff right now. I can't get enough of this legal jargon. My favorite color is courtroom brown. Hey, that'd be a great nickname. And he's like, hey, Winston, or that'd be a great nickname. I wish that was my name. He's like, it suits you. Watch this, Winston. And Winston like looks around. Oh, that's hilarious. Courtroom brown. And Winston goes, yes. And they're like, oh. And then later, Nick calls him courtroom brown again, like conversationally. In that episode? Yes. Oh, how funny. But isn't he colorblind? He thinks everything's brown. Oh, so brown brown. frog. These are my favorite brown shoes. As brown as money. Gotcha. And what's there is there is a scene that could be as understated as this one. Oh, in this episode, I would say it's not in this episode. It's in the Plymouth Rock Massacre. Oh my god! Plymouth Rock Massacre with the Pilgrims. That scene of one of the most eventful eventful events never happened in history. Yeah. Was very understated because thousands was, of pilgrims oh, died. Yeah. Understated. Millions, not millions, thousands, millions. millions. That's so Nick somehow took the population up by ten times and created yeah. a war that never really happened. A massacre. And he thought he looked like he thought he looked like George Washington yeah. when he really yeah. looked like the Match Girl from England. So he can't afford a lawyer, but Nick says he'll be his lawyer for a symbolic four dollar, well five dollar retainer, but he gets him down to four dollars. <laughs> but how do they think of this stuff? I don't want you, Vivica A. Dropout, instead of Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Jess goes in and asks for a promotion from the principal and gets the job. He thought he was going to have to force someone to do it. And Coach tries to dump Gatorade on her in celebration. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we're in the loft, and Nick is reviewing the paperwork and says, well, you're definitely being sued. <laughs> And he doesn't want to practice, but they make him. And he goes, I don't need to practice because I'm quick on my, my, and he forgot the word feet. And they practice. It goes terrible. And uh, Nick gets fired. Anything to add before I move on? No. So we're at the bar where Cece meets Buster, who's an underage oh, person, oh. but the manager comes over and kicks him out for only being 20 years old. And he's cute. I like his accent. I'm going to dazzle you guys with my intelligence. Okay. There must be something going on for someone, maybe a writer or someone with the name Buster. Uh-huh. Because in the last episode, Cece says, you better bust her, Busta, mm. to Schmidt saying bust Abby. Mm-hmm. And then Coach says it. 
That's mad. And now this guy's named Buster. And then a Buster walks in. So, yeah, yeah so, if, I mean, two episodes in a row. Yeah. So, if anyone knows, DM us. I think Buster is a terrible name for a person, by the way. So then we're at school and Jess finds out that there's a serious problem with the budget, which is due Monday. And the principal says she has to fire people, starting with the most recent hires that include coach. Yeah, but why would they literally hire someone three days before? I know, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so she does fire coach and the kids are coming in with a letterman's jacket that says, coach, coach. 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 And he says, I'm not coach anymore. I'm just, just coach. coach. Oh, so and heartbreaking. cries while he walks away. So after one day of work, he's become very attached. Well, it was like two days. Two days of work. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're at the loft and Winston is not speaking to Jess and is squinting at him because of what she did to coach I thought was really cute. That was cute. And Nick um, tells Jess that you have to, I'm sorry, Jess tells Nick you have to go after what you want and be a lawyer if you want to be a lawyer just for this one day. And that's when she realizes and gets inspired she's going to do what she wants and be the kind of vice principal she wants to be. Mm-hmm. So we're at the... And hey, Nick did spend $19 on his briefcase. He did. We're at the deposition and it's the law office of Cooper, Bishop, and Ferguson. <laughs> And Winston is making amazing jokes about how it's all billable and being so, like, the best fake lawyer ever. And And it starts going terrible for Nick. And Nick says, I'm a businessman on my way to an important meeting. Back in the loft. Yeah, and that reminded me of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, yeah. Remember, we're business women. We have a business. I remember. Yeah. (laughs) So, before we hear more about the uh, deposition, which I thought was an amazing scene, we're at the bar, and Coach is sad, and Jess is sad, and they're crying, and Jess gets re-fired up, and they take off to go to the volleyball game. Now, the court reporter is reading back the terrible... Transcription? I don't know. Terrible whatever just happened. And the lawyer says, as a real attorney, we are offering a settlement for $20,000 and we suggest you take it. Schmidt wants to take it because he believes he could dig himself out of that hole someday. And Nick says, no, we have to talk outside. Don't take the deal. I've got a plan. You just have to believe in me. I like it when he asks the guy his address and then says, no further questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's not even like a courtroom. He's like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Keep asking so we're at the volleyball game. Coach comes in and takes over. The kids are losing. The principal gets mad. Um, we find out that Jess is like, we can make up the money some other way than firing our best people. We can round the multi-purpose room. That's when the teacher says they, you can use the library. The team gets a point. Coach starts doing the robot with the students. And Jess gets hit in the head with volleyball. <laughs> Very chaotic scene when you write it down. Um, so Nick is uh, standing because he says he doesn't want to sit. He does sit down at the deposition. The chair comes apart because he's given the screws to Schmidt. He falls, and they're like, what is this, your first case? And he says, it is my first case, and I will file petition after petition. (laughs) I suggest you pay $20,000 to your client because what do you get when you have a lunatic with one case and no hobbies? Your worst nightmare. (laughs) And he's making some good points. I'm really proud of him. I liked it when he asked the the victim, or in the other suit, were you wearing oversized shoes? (laughs) I don't remember that. That's funny. <laughs> and then he calls the court reporter the lady typer. Lady typer. I love when Winston's like, if you want to come play with the big boys. Yeah. And guy, the guy goes, this is a baseball card. <laughs> baseball card. So everyone's at the bar celebrating the win when Buster comes in and asks Cece out. And all the guys start cheering, which I don't think Schmidt in his current state would have been cheering for Cece to go out with somebody. Absolutely not. Doesn't make much sense. And then we're at the loft and Jess is asleep in paperwork because now she's full in being vice principal. Loved that. But I also liked when 
when she finds a way to keep coach at the school, the mm-hmm. principal says to Jess, you yeah. really frost my cookies. Thank you so much. <laughs> that brings us to favorite Jess look. <laughs> I funny. wonder if ours is the same because I love the navy blue dress with a little bow she wore in the volleyball scene. Yeah, same. No. Or the dress in the be- the opening scene was cute too. No. Okay, they all were cute. All the scenes where, where they're showing her like on the lawnmower and doing all the oh, different yeah. things. Where she's painting the wall in yeah. the 50s. Yeah, yeah. And white with the bell. Okay, That nice. was mine. Joe, favorite Jess look? Uh, I don't know. Not really. I, she wore blue in both ones, but they were different She wore blue. a lot of blue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, true, yeah. True. So I like blue, so I'll say all the blue so dresses. So good with okay. it. And that yeah. brings us to best dressed overall. Joe, who do you have for that? Well, I've never seen Nick with a suit on, even though it looked like his dad's suit. But You've definitely well, seen him with a suit uh, on a couple times. times. At weddings and stuff. Yeah. But I, maybe the three yeah. of them in suits was just hilarious. Okay. How they walk in from the lawyer firm of Winston no, Ferguson. Yeah, Cooper, good, Bishop, yeah. and Ferguson. Yeah, Cooper. Who's Cooper? He's just trying to sound official. Because Bishop and Ferguson is all tied into Winston. Yeah. And his name is Winston. I guess he's Nick Cooper. And my esteemed partner, Winston Ferguson. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> they love to the word Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Heather, you were best dressed. Coach, coach. Coach, coach too. Oh, yeah. you're the coach, coach jacket. Jacket. Yeah. Mine was coach's track suits. Because oh. he's worn them before, but for some reason, I guess because he was in a school setting, it reminded me a lot of my uh, one of my favorite shows, Glee. And how Sue, Sue Sylvester, Sylvester was always wearing tracksuits, including a tracksuit dress at her wedding. I was thinking the same thing when I watched it. Nice. I think it's about the whistle and the environment. The environment, yeah. Favorite Schmidt moment, uh, Heather. I, I had to go with Vivica E. Dropout. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Joe? And favorite Schmidt moment? Right. When he tried to give away the store like it's a storefront. Oh, and he's 100%. 100%. Everything's 100%, 100% full price. Instead yeah. of just everything's full price, <laughs> everything's 100% full price. price. Yeah. I like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And he wasn't going to sell anything when he first walked no. in. No. No. It was just a story. Until the guy's like, how much for the piano? The yeah. lamp. Yeah, the lamp. Yeah, and, then and Winston the piano. was playing piano. He said, yeah. having a yeah. piano player in here is a nice touch. And Winston's like, ah, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so my favorite moment is when they're doing the deposition practice. And Nick says to Winston, you know, what's your address or where do you work? He's, I don't have to answer that. He goes, yes, you do. Doesn't he? And he asks Schmidt. And Schmidt's against a brick wall and looks behind him and goes, are you asking me? <laughs> it's just really cute. Because obviously there's no one behind him. Good old Schmidt. Uh, zero on the jar count. And that brings us to favorite or funniest moment overall of the episode, Heather. Oh, Winston playing dun dun dun. Oh, that's I think that timing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, favorite or funniest moment overall? Oh, gosh, it has to be when they all come in as lawyers at first. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was hilarious. Being so serious. Yeah, but Schmidt just said, I'm going to represent myself. And he's like, no, you're not. And he barges yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty and then, and then he And then Schmidt goes, uh, um... You, what was it? You look like a child, and while well, a child lawyer would do better right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then at the beginning, when Winston falls on all of Schmidt's stuff, he goes, "You're walking like a giant toddler." Yeah. Yeah. A giant toddler would do. I, yeah. I like um, when the court reporter is reporting back, and she's like, "Stop hitting me!" No, you stop hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> or, or why is that lady typing? 
What is it? What do you call her? Not no, I'm an ED typer. I'm going to yeah, stall. Watch yeah. this. I'm going to stall and ask the lady typer to read back. <laughs> <laughs> She's reading back all the conversation. The it was hilarious. Typer. So that yeah. probably was right up there with them doing the grand entrance as the law firm of Cooper. Winston, yeah. and, Winston Ferguson. and Ferguson. It was Bishop a lot of really quick line. Very. It's hard yeah. to yeah. 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 That's why you need closed captions. Oh, my God. And Joe has closed captions. Take a shot. Yeah. Heather, your favorite or funniest moment overall? Uh, Winston playing. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought it was uh, your turn, but you had your turn. Mine was Nick falling in the chair. Oh, yeah, that was Creative and funny. Yeah. Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance in this episode. How do you not give it to Lamorne slash Winston for pretending to be a lawyer? I mean, that was amazing. It was so cute pouring the water and... I just thought he was so funny. Heather. I could not do it by doing something I never do, which is give the honey roast to Nick. Mm. Because he was great in the whole lawyer thing. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But then the I the tender moment when he turned off the light when Jess has all the papers. Oh, yeah. That's cute. I, I didn't get misty-eyed, well, but good. I could have. Okay, Joe. Honey roast. Hmm. This is a tough one. Some people think about it before they get here. <laughs> but I would say, I, I it's got to be a it's got to be split three ways between oh. Schmidt, Nick, oh, okay. and Winston. Oh, so that's that. Otherwise known there. as Cooper, no, Ferguson, Ferguson, and Winston. And Winston. Schmidt's not in the law firm. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, but just the the whole dynamic. I mean, they could have done the whole show just in that room. Yes, absolutely. They I didn't need Jesse's vice principal. Yeah, you know, thing and coaches pep talk. They could have done thirty minutes or twenty two minutes, I guess, in TV land of Up just. Here. Them in that room. Absolutely. Describing that thing. Yeah. yeah. You know. And, and if anyone is a fan of the Goldbergs, which is a cute show that I watch, um, they do a scene like that where the mom pretends to be a lawyer. And it is worth watching. It is hilarious. Nice. There's something funny about people, people that pretend to be lawyers. Because yeah. King of Queens did one, too. Because you just say the stuff you hear on TV. Exactly. I have zero bears. Did you guys catch any? No bears here. Just got to cut that out of the podcast. It never happens. Yeah. That brings us to discussion questions. Heather, I'll start with you. Starting with me? Well, how many do you have? I have two. Okay, let's start with you. One is just a yes or no. Okay. Do you think Buster is too young for Cece? Oh, I was going to ask that. What's the age difference? He was 20. And And she's 26. Is she 26? Is that what she is? I don't know. I thought she was like like 29 or 30. Yeah, I think they're in their 30s. They're early 30s. Because Nick turned 30, if you're, he was 29 about mm-hmm. to turn 30, well, that, yeah. So we'll say it's a 10-year difference. I think once you get to a certain age, it doesn't matter anymore, and I don't think that age is 20 to 30, but like 30 to 40 might be okay. Gotcha. I think when you can get into a bar and rent a car and someone else can, that, that can be a problem. Yeah, well, rent a car, you have to wait until you're 25, which is so stupid. It is. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Is 10 years too many years? No. Oh, because <laughs> we used to, we used to be married, and Joe's like four hundred years older than I am. More like eleven, yeah, close enough. Uh, like ten and three hundred fifty something days. But who's, who's counting? counting? Uh, no, age is just a number. 
that's all, that's all it is. Just Even if someone's 20 and the person's 30? Yeah, where it gets trickiest and everybody knows it out there is the ones that are 19 to 29 or yeah. 20 to 30 or 21. Because 21. you have not become the person you are mm-hmm. until probably your late 20s. Because... As we know, everybody, every kid in this world knows it all up till they're 18, right? I know exactly how the world works. Yeah. Then the world kicks them in the face from 18 to 21. You know what I'm saying? It kicks them hard. It's just you learn about about rent. You learn about doing your laundry. You learn about being sued. (laughs) Yeah, you learn about all this. Mm -hmm. And then you get through that and you go, okay, what am I going to do with my life? And then once you know what you're going to do with your life, because let's face it, you don't know what you're going to do with your life when you're 18. You can say, I'm going to go to school for this and that. Right. It still doesn't mean most that's what you're going to do. Most people don't stick with their original major. They don't. They, yeah. They, most careers are changed about eight to ten times on the average. Is that right? That's eight what the research ten? shows. Okay. Yes. So that's why people at 20, you're not going to be the same person when you're 26. Yeah. Right. And then that person who's 26 might not adapt to that or right. they might change right. as they go through or, or they like to change they like you at 20 but at 26 now your priorities like have changed. A, like trying to like a different person yep. yeah you might want to move away there's geography issues that's true so i would say when you're younger the the age difference is a little More. bit bigger right. than a 50 and a 40 year old gotcha. yeah so already yeah. set in their ways yeah. and that's right. the person they're gonna be yeah perfect and that's it heather that was definitely not a yes or no question for either uh, answer. I would say, uh, I'm kind of with Joe, like, once you're an adult, age is just a number. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to, like, have, discriminate against my own race, but for, I mean, my own gender. Um, but. Okay. But when, <laughs> when, okay. When someone, like, if it had to be one person be older, it's oh, more acceptable if it's the boy. Socially. Yeah. yeah. So this kind of goes into, I guess it's foreshadowing of her modeling name, Cece's boy. Well, it's also and- interesting because Cece isn't always so mature. So her liking a younger guy makes sense. But what she needs is someone a little more mature to mature. challenge her. But we never like what we need. True. Because, we're you like know, everybody's stupid. Yeah. yeah. So, and then my second question is, have you ever been in Jess's shoes where you've had to fire a friend? Ooh. No, but I've had to fire a volunteer. And that is awkward as heck. When you have to, vol- you have to fire someone who comes to your work and does stuff for free. That's Like, brutal. what reason can you have? Oh, you'd be surprised. Lots of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of reasons. Do you have to tell them the reason? I've had to do it more than once. And, yeah, sometimes it's been very blatant. Like, for example, they brought a weapon to work. So Oh, that, well, that's legit. Yeah, not a gun or yeah. anything. But, and then other times it's just been, you know, it's it's just awkward at best. Yeah. Joe? Uh, I don't hire friends generally. Hmm. I think I did once and I regretted it. And then I've always oh, you been. you learned your lesson. I've always been in told in business, don't hire your friends. Don't go in business with your friends because true. It, it just friends. it just yeah. doesn't work out. The the right. friend dynamic is that for a reason, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. like relationships. You're friends with girls for right. certain reasons. Once you cross that threshold and go to relationship, the, the whole, whole thing changes. Thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Although I like being friends with girls before relationships. Yeah, it's you know smart. It worked for you guys. Yeah, yeah I think we're literally a, divorced. Oh, I think, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. But I mean, <laughs> not married. But it's easier to go back to be. It's, it's, 
easier to go back to being friends versus like if you never knew each other before. Oh, then you have no then base. It's like, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so that's why I don't hire friends. Yeah, that's because, a smart. That's yeah, a smart thing. Because I don't want. I don't. But sometimes, do that. like you don't hire mm. friends, but then like you become friends with them. Yeah. You do. And yeah, then, yeah, and that's and true. yeah. Right. Now that's a but whole different. But if you're a boss, dynamic. you should right. know the, the line. Because I am, yeah, I am yeah, that kind true. of boss. I'm a very people person boss. You're very like you're so like nice all to the people that work for me. I know their stories, their backgrounds, because I like to learn what makes them tick. Yes, you do. You and what their know, favorite yeah. sports team is. You gotta know. I do. When I used to do interviews, it wasn't. Do you know about baseball? No, because no, you I wanted to get them as we've addressed. Yeah, yeah. Because you it's really money about before. sales. Right. Sales is about communication. Absolutely. You have to communicate if you're going to be in sales. Yep. So you talk to them about stuff that they enjoy and right. see what see their their enthusiasm, what makes them tick. How they you know? communicate. Heather, what's yes. your answer to the question? Uh, no, I have not. But I have. I've never been fired from a job. Okay. But I've been laid off, like, in corporate mm-hmm. mergers and takeovers. So I feel bad because, like, they consider themselves my friend. And then they had to let me go. Do you feel bad for the people who had to not fire you but let you go? Well, the first time I didn't because I wanted to let let go because it was, like, a huge corporate layoff. Mm-hmm. The second time, I felt really bad because I did not see it coming. And I burst into tears. I remember. And then I threw up. Oh. Oh, <laughs> In something. <laughs> yeah, I made okay. it to something. Moving on. Uh, Joe, did you bring a discussion question? It's okay if you didn't, but it's fun if you did. It's fine either way. No pressure. <laughs> Some for, people bring them and write them down. <laughs> for this one? Oh, no. I was actually hoping we could talk about next week's episode. No, this one. <laughs> oh. So, have you ever been in mediation... Oh, like because, a deposition, you mean? Because I have. I've been in the same room that these guys were just in. Someone sued you? Uh, yeah, not me, but the company I was working for. So I, oh, I, was, okay. I was the. I know what you're talking about. Go I on. was the main thing of it, even though I wasn't the person, but the person who was the main thing of it wasn't even with us anymore. But, anyways, it can be very uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you usually. Now, in this case, it was a stranger, but. Usually in mediation is people who have relationships with each mm-hmm. other. Oh, it is. Yeah, not the relationship like a romantic relationship, but like a business business, business Ooh, thing. Awkward. And so you got to work with this person every day, <laughs> and now this person is suing this person, and you got to stand up for the company. But you've had a great working relationship with this person. Oh. You know this person was wrong, but you you can't admit it because you're mm-hmm. admitting right. the company was wrong. And if right. you want your paycheck, you don't do that. Right. It's a very tense. Situation. Have you ever been in that situation where you had to choose between company and a work coworker or co business relationship person? Well, I saw it on Friday Night Lights. Heather and I got rear ended once, and I had to talk on the phone about it. You did? Yeah, do you remember that? I we remember getting rear ended. Yeah, and I was like so scared, but like we literally got rear ended at a red light. Like, definitely, it wasn't your fault. Well, aside from the Friday, yeah, aside from the Friday Night Lights episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, the Heather. only other time I experienced it was I was in mediation because I was in a car accident. Um, so I was like 19 and all I remember is that I was, I ended up getting the amount of money I wanted, but I was like really nervous mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but this happened. Like the guy, the mediator guy was all, are you in school? And I said, yeah, cause I was. 
And then he said, where do you go? And so I said the name of the college. And then he said, what courses are you taking? And I was in five courses. Mm -hmm. And I can only remember four. <laughs> and I, I go... And I was naming him, and I go, wait, and there's one more, there's one more, and there's, I go, it's, just give me a minute, I'll get, and he's all, it's okay, I'm all, sociology! <laughs> like, he cared! Good story. I don't know why that happened. You should have had the law office of Cooper, Bishop, and Ferguson. <laughs> they weren't around then, but I wish I could have. Uh, <laughs> it would have been their first case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, my discussion question is, have you ever fallen in a store? Like, oh yeah, all the like time. the guy did. Oh, I, I think yeah. he fell on purpose. I fell personally. in Payless with you. We okay, did. I know the answer, but I was oh. asking for the benefit of the people listening. Oh, never mind. We all know each other's stories. Bye. We've it's a done podcast. it. We have done that. Joe, I've never seen you fall in a store. I've seen Heather. Decades. Heather knocked over a display in a store. Oh, we, I yeah, fall. Yeah, I fall in my house. You gotta understand. Up until about maybe 10, 15 years ago, we've all fallen. We just didn't get up and go. I'm gonna sue you for millions. Oh, that's true. You know, true. a lady yeah. burned her mouth on coffee and got twenty seven million dollars. That's I mean, true. But like, what I'm yeah. looking for is Joe. Have you ever fallen down in a store? I know you I, haven't sued anybody. I probably I've probably fallen into displays. I've probably tripped yeah. over stuff. Maybe the floor is wet from the mopping and I slipped. Mm -hmm. I've done all of it because you've had a lot of injuries. That's why they're called accidents. Yeah. Accidents happen. Nobody plans. Oh, you're for them so worked up. Oh my god, the question is just have you fallen before? <laughs> I'm I'm not accusing you of suing anyone. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> Tell the listeners about one of the many times you fall in the Okay, store. I fall all the time in stores, and like Joe, I never sue. And like, um, at home. Yeah, I fall constantly. I think it's because of my inner ear issues, and I'm not coordinated. But one time, my sister and I were at Payless, and then this guy who used to have a crush on me came in, and... Oh. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I remember, yeah. And you thought I was telling a different one? Yeah. Okay, so, and then he came in, and I didn't want him to see that I was shopping at Payless, because that's super embarrassing, unless no, you work not. there. It's I a good store. It's closed now, but. So, I didn't, oh, it's closed. Yes. Probably out here. here. I don't know if that's everywhere. And so then, like, I didn't want him to see me, so I took a really sharp turn. Oh, it was sharp. And there was all these earrings. Display. Displayed, and it went, shh, like that. And I was like, oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had to be there for that one. It was funny. Do you remember the time our son slipped in Walmart and an employee laughed and I went literally ballistic? I was just thinking of that. Joe won't remember. He doesn't remember. I don't remember, remember that. It was like she, I don't know if the floor was wet or what, but he felt and he was so little and I was worried he got hurt and this lady who worked there was like started laughing and I, I, I don't even remember what I said. It's like I blacked out. I went insane. It's like, oh, you need to ask if he's okay or help us, but why are you laughing at a small child getting injured? <laughs> well, are you allowed to laugh when you work somewhere? No. <laughs> if she had just been like a person in line, I still would have gone postal, but because she was an employee, like shouldn't you be getting an incident report? Shouldn't you be asking us if we're okay? Shouldn't you be offering us like a free coupon? On. Wait a minute, though. Was she like, no? Or was she like, ha, ha, you fool? She didn't yell, you fool. <laughs> she I laughed she really was, hard. Like, like looking down. Okay, Heather, it was like 10 shaking. years ago. Like, just. <laughs> that concludes our discussion. It's uncontrollable. That's because Heather has bad karma. She laughs every time someone falls down, she has no control over it. And that's why she falls so much. But the worst part is I don't, my first instinct isn't to laugh when someone falls down. But if Heather's in the room, I start laughing at how I know she's going to start laughing. And then I look like I'm as bad as her. 
All right, that concludes this discussion. We'll see you next week for season three, episode 20, a widely dissed episode, Mars Landing. Have a great week, everybody. Why is it dissed? Bye. Bye. Bye.